the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Partners in the Gospel. I'm your host, Chaim Goldman, the Watchman. On Partners in the Gospel, we talk with ministry leaders, pastors, other local community members, as well as national influencers who are making a kingdom impact. And we air here on 100.7 FM, The Word, and also on podcast at thewordfm1007.com. Well, so excited to have you joining us on today's program because we are dealing with some serious topics that, you know, we uh, basically don't talk about at church. And we're going to be doing that with two of my favorite people, men who are true mentors to me personally. Uh, how's that for a tease of the show? And and uh, in writing this up, I realized they both have doctorates. Well, our, our first guest on today's program will be Dr. Steve Holt. He is my pastor, and we'll be talking about holy sexuality. Wow, we don't talk about sexuality at all in church, do we? Holy sexuality ahead of the road at Chapel Hill's Holy Sexuality Conference in Colorado Springs on October 6th and 7th. And then in our second segment, having on, and I'm so happy to have him, one of my oldest and dearest friends, Dr. Jeff Hazim of Kingdom Embassy Ministries, and we will be discussing making biblically literate disciples and also being a biblically literate disciple, uh, something that the modern church is honestly not doing a great job at, except, of course, at the road, right, Steve? Steve, that's right. We're trying. We're we're making them at the road. But a wonderful show with wonderful men that we have for you today. So please stick around for the whole half hour and join with me now again, Pastor Steve Holt, Senior Pastor of the Road at Chapel Hill. Steve, welcome to Partners in the Gospel. Thanks for having me. Hi. Well, Well, this is a big topic, Steve, holy sexuality. So we'll get right into it. How did you come about getting passionate about this topic, this sort of taboo topic that, you know, all of society is in the grip seemingly of some kind of sexuality, gender, but the, but not the church? But, but what brought you in, Steve? Well, it was a member of our family who came to us and shared with us that he felt like he was gay and that he was a Christian. Um, and he has certainly grown up in a family with us, uh, uh, Bible teaching and the gospel and being a part of the local church for all of our lives. And so it was kind of a shocker to us. And it made me dive into what's out there right now about the, about sexuality. And so I read all the major books, uh, both from a left side and a right side on that issue from a biblical and what I would consider maybe a progressive Christian viewpoint. And I just came to the conclusion that the Bible is still true, that God is still true that he's given us guidelines uh, all through Scripture about holy sexuality. And so that was the embryonic beginnings in my heart of how to equip the saints better at the road and even in our city on issues of sexuality. And as I saw more and more churches kind of caving in to the cultural milieu instead of standing strong uh, from the Word of God, I felt very strongly that we needed to do something about that. So that so the the conference Holy Sexuality 
was kind of birthed within Liz, that's my wife and I, as we began to deal with what we thought were some confusing answers out there in the body of Christ in mm-hmm. relation to these issues. Well, we you know we have this conference coming up at the Road on October sixth and seventh, and you can get more information at theroad.org forward slash conference, and we'll be talking about the conference uh, itself later in the show. But since we get so many perspectives on sexuality and you know what's acceptable in society, it's like nothing is unacceptable these days. It seems from God's perspective, Steve, how do you define holy sexuality? Well, I think we we define holy sexuality from the perspective of what has the Bible given us guidance on in relation to marriage and singleness? And it's very clear from Genesis that God created uh, men and women. He created male and female, and he gave us marriage as a relationship that would be between only a man and a woman, and it would be monogamous. And so um, that's probably the Genesis account that sets the foundation for Ephesians. And I think Ephesians 5, 18 through 33 is the best passage in the New Testament that gives us a perspective of holy sexuality, of the roles of men and women in marriage, and their commitment to each other. And so um, the fascinating thing about all of this is that Satan knows this. Mm -hmm. And so Satan and demons have been after marriage, have been after monogamy, have been after holiness uh, since the beginning of time, but it's really risen to a whole new level, which I think began in the late 50s and into the 60s, which we would now call the sexual revolution, the Kinsey Report. All of that was involved in redefining marriage and then redefining now sexuality and gender. So it's, it's, been, a, it's been a slow train coming. I mean, this, this has been happening for a long time in the United States and in the West. And so that this is where we are now today with mm-hmm. it. Well, Dr. Christopher Ewan uh, is the really the speaker at the event for Friday night and Saturday, and I know he's also going to be there on, on Sunday at the road. How did you come to uh, learn about uh, Dr. Ewan, consider him an expert? Why did you invite him to do this conference? Well, I started listening to Christopher's podcast. I started listening to his sermons that he was giving And then I heard his story of being a gay man who had actually gone to prison for dealing in drugs and then uh, got saved, radically saved by the Lord, um, and then became a professor at Moody Bible Institute. He has a Ph.D. And his story on and his book called Holy Sexuality in the Gospel is just so powerful. And I'd read, like I mentioned, I've read about 10 or 12 books on this issue of homosexuality and church and being gay and being Christian and lesbianism. And I just kept finding myself loving um, what Dr. Christopher Ewan was teaching. And what we say at the road is on issues of controversy, we want to have clarity. That means biblical and historical perspective with charity. And that means love and compassion. And I saw this clarity with charity from Dr. Christopher, you and I, man, we've come to the road. We've got to do a conference uh, with him. So we're excited to have him because he navigates so well the what the Bible teaches and, and yet how to love and have compassion for those that are struggling with same-sex attraction. And so this conference is really for those who really want to get equipped and empowered in this controversial issue, but also how to be winsome and loving and kind 
to those that are caught in the sin of homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Well, well, let's get more into that because we, we are going to keep it family friendly there. You're advising and people can go on the website for more information. We'll give that website again in a, in a moment. Um, to go on and get more information, to suggest that, you know what, the culture is speaking to your children, schools are teaching to your children, people that are not biblically minded are, and so to consider definitely high schoolers, possibly even middle schoolers coming. But overall, who is this conference for, and what should they expect? What what will they get at the conference? Hi, this is for everybody. I mean, we're all affected by the sexual revolution, and definitely targeting our kids. Um, There's even a song out given by um, this choir, this men's choir, gay choir in San Francisco, we're coming after your children. And, um, and so they, they are, they're really coming after our children. Uh, everything from drag queens, readings at libraries, to even the sex education that's happening in our schools. So we believe that even middle schoolers can come to this and get equipped. And this is for parents. This is for anyone who cares about um, sexual, holy sexuality in our culture, whether we're married or unmarried. We, you know, this, this is what I love about Dr. Ewan and what he does. Christopher really talks about singleness too. And that, and this is the way he's chosen to live out his same sex attraction, um, is to be a single godly man, a man walking with holy sexuality in his own life. And, and he even says, you know, that the term homosexuality and heterosexuality is one that comes out of psychology. But actually what the Bible teaches is holy sexuality. I love that perspective that God's called all of us to walk in holy sexuality. So if you have a passion for, for helping others as well as living your own life in holy sexuality, this conference is for you. Well, well, excellent. Looking forward to it. This is the Holy Sexuality Conference, October 6th and 7th in Colorado Springs at The Road at Chapel Hills. And for more information, go to theroad.org forward slash conference, theroad.org forward slash conference for all the information about the conference and to register. Well, Pastor Steve, thank you for being on Partners and thank you for being willing to talk about the hard stuff. Thank you, Haim. It's a joy. It's a real joy. Okay. Well, thank you um, for joining us here on Partners in the Gospel, where we're dealing with tough issues this time around. Coming up after the short break, we'll have a dear friend and brother of mine and mentor of mine, Dr. Jeff Hazim of Kingdom Embassy Ministries. We're going to be discussing how to be and make biblically literate disciples. I'm Haim Goldman, the Watchman, and we'll be right back on Partners in the Gospel. Hi, this is Haim Goldman, the Watchman, new host of Partners in the Gospel on The Word, 100.7 FM in Colorado Springs. Would you like to suggest a ministry leader, pastor, or other member of our community who is making a true kingdom impact to be a guest on Partners in the Gospel program? Maybe even suggest yourself. Well, we'd love to hear from you. Please call me, Haim Goldman, at Salem Media Group at 719-388-0386. That's 719-388-0386. 0386. Welcome back to Partners in the Gospel. I'm your host, Chaim Goldman, the Watchman. Joining us in the... I, I don't even believe I'm sitting across from this guy. We were just talking before the interview. This is my oldest, dearest friend, over 20 years, Dr. Jeff Hazim. He is the pastor of Kingdom Embassy Ministries. And as I said, my best friend for the past 20 years happens to be passing through 
Colorado, and we're going to have a good time here on the radio because we'll, we'll let you know in a second. We, we we did this a long time ago, folks, back when we were doing this, I think, on Chisels and Rock. <laughs> so Dr. Dr. Jeff, welcome to Partners in the Gospel. It's good to be here, Haim, I think. Yes, it is good to be here, yes. I'm going to say yes. We're, we're actually you know, we're actually in a studio this time around. This is together. great. Yeah, together. together not 7,000 miles apart. Yeah, so Dr. Jeff Azim has been a chiropractor and a nutritionist for 33 years. But for reasons that we're talking about today, he left practice about a decade ago for full-time ministry. He was always doing ministry through the chiropractic, but full-time ministry because he wanted to pass on his passion for studying the Bible to God's people everywhere. He's now the pastor of Kingdom Embassy Ministries in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And and to give some backstory on us, we met about 20, 22 years ago. Uh, he's like a brother to to my wife. I actually had to talk to him before I could uh, get married. He owes to my me. Lover. Yeah, yes. I, I owe him a lot. There, there's, there's too much story. We could go on forever. But soon after I got married, I moved to uh, to Israel. And uh, we started having children over there. And at some point I said to Jeff, we, we got to do something to bring biblical health to people. And, and we launched something called Biblical Health TV. But we did on Blog Talk Radio, <laughs> back when that was the only thing, from me in Israel, Jeff in Florida, doing a, uh, a weekly program that we put out there over 100 episodes. And in, in our earlier days, thankfully, we haven't aged at all. Uh, in any of that, though, we certainly haven't grown up at all in that in that amount of time. But Jeff uh, is passing through Colorado Springs. So awesome to see him. And what we're going to be talking about today is making biblically literate disciples. And you're going to love Jeff and his perspective on things as I have through the years. We're always laughing and always uh, praising the Almighty, saying you can't make this stuff up. Yeah. It's been quite a journey. So, Jeff. Yes, I am. My, my friend. Uh, you and I have known each other and been best friends for, for over two decades. And, but, and your professional background, as I said, is chiropractic and nutrition. But what's up? You're pastoring a church now, I hear? What's going on, buddy? Yeah, I'm the most me- reluctant pastor maybe on the planet. So, At least know, going into the pastor. Going into it. So I, I've always been, when I, when I got, had a radical encounter with Christ over 30 years ago, I, I became on fire for studying God's Word. I never went to seminary, but I've had my own seminary, I think, just studying and studying and reading and contemplating and challenging. I want to let you know, sometimes there were phases in this man's life where he would get up at 5 a.m. and three hours a day, three hours in the morning, just tearing into words, commentaries, you know, devotionals and everything else. That's about a third of what I do per day now. Really? About eight hours. Yeah, I get up up and five is a late day. So, so So here's the deal. So... For many, many years, because of my passion for the Bible and, and teaching and discipling and just organically doing that as part of my life, as even in my chiropractic office, a lot of friends saying, we need to launch a church. We need a, a church that teaches the, the, the whole gospel, uh, the, the whole Bible. And I just resisted and resisted and resisted. And I said, I kept saying, listen, when God tells me it's time, I'll do it. I'm not going to listen to some man. And then God finally did. He said, it, it's time. And we launched Kingdom Embassy Ministries. And um, and it became very clear to me that my role was to teach the Word of God word by word in detail to help uh, not just uh, create a convert, somebody coming from a pagan life, an unbelieving life into a Christian life, but what it really means to apply the, the Word of God in its fullness to your life and to know the Word of God. I have this phrase I tell every young person I disciple – I want to I want to brainwash them with the Bible. I want them to think in Bible. Every single 
thing that they have to decide on in life is going to be filtered through the knowledge of the Word of God. Not just, oh, I got born again, now I have fire insurance. But what does it mean to live a, a biblically consistent life? Well, Jeff and I, you, you know who have listened to the program. I'm a Jewish believer. I'm a Messianic Jew. Jeff is from New York, so he's a Jew, because, you know, everybody from New York is, but he's actually... I'm a wannabe Jew from New York. Yeah, he's actually yeah. Syrian and, and Italian. Yes. Um, and it's been so interesting. He supported our ministry and our family over in Israel for years. So we have this really, really weird, interesting relationship in the, in the Christian, in the Hebraic, and really, as of about 10 years ago, really kingdom focus. That this isn't about any denomination or way of looking. This is a kingdom focus. And that's why Kingdom Embassy Ministries really came to both of us. Um, The church has been making converts, right? That's been our focus. Get people saved, making people converts, and overall doing a pretty good job at it. Definitely. But not so much in making disciples, yet most of the New Testament is about making disciples. That's certainly what Yeshua, what Jesus was doing What's missing, Jeff? Where'd we go off track? I, I think that, yeah, I, that's exactly it, Haim. I think we we want to draw people into a knowledge about this one true God. And of course, then and people have an encounter, a born-again experience. And of course, that's where it starts. There is no kingdom understanding without being born again. But what happens there? When they ask Christ, what does it take to be a disciple? He didn't say, believe and be baptized. He said, give everything up and follow me, even your own life. And I've discovered that what that takes is to really, really understand the difference between the gospel of salvation, this free gift that was given to all believers, and the gospel of the kingdom, the understanding of what it means to be transformed into the image of Christ, to live a Christian life where you're willing to surrender all. In order to do that, you have to think in Bible. And so understanding what was the process that the disciples were going through. And, and, and the Bible gives us these hints. As a matter of fact, that like you said, Haim, most of the New Testament is about the kingdom. It's about bringing the kingdom to earth, about our job mm-hmm. as the church yes. to bring the kingdom to earth. What is our role? How do we do that? How do we reflect that on a day-to-day life? It's not just about conversion. It's not just about that born-again experience. So that's my real passion to do that. And, I, and you can see what they were doing in the New Testament. It literally gives us the blueprint. So so what is the blueprint? How, how do we turn converts into true disciples who can then make disciples, right? That's what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, here's the deal. A disciple is some, This is what a disciple is. A disciple is someone discipling someone who can disciple someone who can disciple someone, right? And so, you know, we have this dichotomy in the New Testament. We have, and I know we don't have a lot of time, but we have... We have the Peters of the New Testament and we have the Pauls of the mm-hmm. New Testament, right? We have the, the biblical scholars that can elaborate in detail about everything that uh, God is downloading. That's the Pauls. And then we have the simple fisherman, the man who creates the skeletal mm-hmm. framework. And I have to tell you, for your, re- for mm-hmm. your listeners, I would say Second Peter, the first chapter, uh, he introduces himself. I'm Peter. We all came to faith the same way uh, through the righteousness of Christ. That's what makes a believer. To that faith, add virtue, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, love. And if you do these things, you'll never stumble. But what does it mean to do those things? The promises, divine divine power, uh, being transformed into the image of God, lacking nothing, all of these amazing uh, kingdom promises that God it wants to give us if we're willing to walk through that process. And here's one thing, Haim, who's not going to receive that? Those who forget They've been cleansed from their old sins. And yet today we make converts and then we tell them they're sinners. 
Sinner, sinner, sinner. Over and over, over and over. Over and over again. I know. Saints crafted into the image of God with with this promise of all these this this these these um these kingdom promises that God wants us to have. And when you step into that process, you create true disciples. So you're saying the Bible has a discipleship model right there in the Bible Second has Peter. a discipleship model. Yes. It was there all along. All how, how we miss it? <laughs> by a fisherman. By a, a simple, impetuous fisherman. He's the one with the secret. So you, your church that, as you said, reluctantly, and we know this for years, I actually, <laughs> in, and I mentioned before Biblical Health TV, which, which don't even look for it. No, you know, don't look for it. Don't look for it. it it'll come back. When the you church, can when look the for NourishTheNations.com. Okay, NourishTheNations.com. Um, when the church finally wakes up to hell, Jeff and I were like, you know, 20 years ahead of our time because the church still isn't really paying attention to its health. And we saw that during COVID, how it... Right. Sort of backed away from that and didn't focus on on what it could really be doing. So so we were, you know, we're sort of prophetic. We're ahead of our time. It's a horrible business model being in the prophetic. Yeah. But um, but you went into this reluctantly. But even before when I said, Jeff, we need to do more ministry, you know, in your practice and things like that. And we got into this. But he went in and Kingdom Embassy Ministries is the name. How do you approach making disciples both locally and internationally? And I know we'll give your website. We have a lot of materials online. But what's behind this? What makes it unique? Where is it really coming from your heart, this ministry? Yeah, thanks, Haim. Uh, that's a great question. So I think the website itself is the, is the key. It's a it's a resource. It's like Okay, so we'll give it Kingdom Embassy Ministries. That's a long name. KingdomEmbassyMinistries.org. Yes, <laughs> So it's a it's a resource. Uh, for instance, uh, a typical sermon, typical sermon, a weekly sermon, uh, eighty to one hundred and twenty pages of sermon notes, with references, cross references, questions, as if you were a Bible college student, right? So I, I I publish that every single week for students of the Bible to prepare themselves two to three days ahead of ahead of the sermon in order for people to prepare and study. It would literally take somebody, if you were a full-time college student, you could study one sermon in a week, and it would probably take you 40 hours, right? So what so, he's saying is he prepares that much content, and then you, you get the notes, but you also have the sermon that you give that tends to run about an hour? About an hour, yeah. yeah. So the, the sermon itself then— On video. You know, on yeah. video, yeah. And so we do that every week, and so you know, it's, not, it's not uncommon for us to publish you know, you know, uh, 5,000 pages of Bible study notes per, per year just for our Friday sermons. And on Saturday, we have a young discipleship program called Impact Discipleship, and we go verse by verse through the Bible, maybe 15 to 20 pages of notes per week. And it's so you have a resource there. And you have and that live streamed, and you have live, the video it's all, too. It's all on, all on, all on the, the website, the videos, the notes, uh, all the resources we provide, devotionals, and um, and other resources, everything, and here's the secret, everything is free. Uh, we publish a devotion every year. You can go on. If you want to buy it, you could buy it. You could buy the hard copy. But if you want a, 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 a PDF version or an EPUB version, you could click a button on our website uh, under resources or recommended, and everything is free. We want this to go all over the world where people can access becoming biblically trained, as if you're like in Bible college for free. It's that much content. If you spent that much time each week, you literally would be brainwashed with the Bible, which is my 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 goal is to have people think in Bible. Right. And and this kingdom mindset, it's really interesting because Jeff and I, even though we've been best friends all of these years, 
we've taken somewhat different paths. I went very much into the Messianic Jewish movement and the Hebraic Roots movement, and Jeff has been sort of doing his own thing in churches and and others. And this combination of that mindset is is really fantastic because it absolutely has a Hebraic kingdom mindset. Let's face it, the Bible was written by those with that mindset, and we need to be in that mindset. Jesus was Jewish. No, no. Jesus was Jew. Yes, okay, I, I, I never heard that before. Hallelujah. Man, you're teaching me stuff all the time. <laughs> and and yet the way he brings it all together into church life, Christian life, and day-to-day life with this so that you can every decision, the mind of Christ. That's Amen. what this is about. So I'm sorry we have to finish it up, but I'm looking forward. Jeff's in town, and we're going to be hanging out before he takes off. So I'm really looking forward to that. I get him to myself for a while. KingdomEmbassyMinistries.org. Please check out the website. Go there. Get the materials. Watch. I mean, you've been doing this for a couple of years. Four uh, years now. Yeah. yeah okay. On, yeah. Four years. Wow. So a lot of content on there. Go check it out and get in touch with him through the website. Jeff, my friend, thank you so Good much be for being here, on the program. This is, this is a major flashback, but it's wonderful major. to have you in front of you. We've, we've been doing this again, I think, before there were microphones. So <laughs> uh, I'm Haim Goldman, The Watchman. You've been listening to Partners in the Gospel on 100.7 FM, The Word. Catch all of our episodes and podcasts on our website, theword1007.com. Now, as I say every week, get out there, my brothers and sisters, and make an impact for the kingdom for such a time as this. Shalom. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.